The show will begin in five. Four. Three. Two. One. Thursday night CrossFit talk with Scott Schweitzer and Jamie Latimer. We about to change the game. We out here taking names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. We about to change the game. We out here taking names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. Hey, Corey, they call me Doc. Giving them all that we got. Kick them the door. Try to knock, but nobody answered. I'm going hard to take my chances. I give it what is going on everybody it's been a week chock full of news and information so haven't seen you in a while what's going on just trying to get back into regular training my body's like ouch (laughs) been a rough week too had not a lot of uh, downtime to yeah, I finally got in. I got a couple of listings this week. Um, thank God. I've been really slow with real estate. So and so always seems to be like that, like feast or famine. Um, but yes, yeah, so I got two listings and that's taken up most of my time this week, but can't complain. Yeah. You got to pay the bills, right? Yeah. So um, Kenneth actually jumps in with this. I'm going to lead off with this. How come premium stream wasn't up for event one? So actually, I wondered the same thing, Kenneth. Then I went back and read the um, details of the premium stream, and it says will be available Friday through Sunday. So interesting. And I do kind of understand, like, to get different camera angles of the run would be very difficult. However, one of my criticisms of the coverage of the run, especially on the women's side, is you saw first and second and nothing else the entire race. Until they got in and you had no idea where anybody was. And my mm-hmm. girl, Emily, I, w- I was trying to see where she was and they're not even like updating me if she overtook Laura or if she didn't. And I just wanted to know and like doggone it, like just a couple glances back, please. I totally agree. Um, Yeah, I'll just tell you, I had Travis Mayer as my pick and Emily Rolfe as my pick for that workout. And I didn't see either of them once. Like, I literally still was waiting for Travis to cross and like, uh, Yana's coming through. And I'm like, hold on. on." And then I see him on the ground. So I have no idea where he even finished. So he, he was up there. Well, then I, then you lost him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Guess, guess who but, I pick? I bet you can't guess. Oh yeah. Well, he was my second. I mean, if and I, truly I, yellow was, would have been a great pick. I just, you know me, no. I like to just vote with my heart pick, so that I can, Oh, you I didn't, didn't pick yellow. No, oh. I picked Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Yeah. I've been yeah. riding with Jeff for so long. Had to take Jeff. So I get the win on the men's side. Good and job. And I rolled with my girl, Emily. So I got a third, first and a third. I'm happy with third on that one. She did great. She did. Yeah, she looks good, too. Like, she looks fit. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
when she, she had a video on social media where she, I do always pick Jeff. Jeff is my guy. Everybody's bashing him. I am sticking with my dude and I've got his back. That's what it is. Like I am loyal to a fault. Mm -hmm. um, but I saw a video that Emily posted about going in to get her swag and uh, her back. Oh my gosh. She turned and I was like, wow, dang. So anyway, um, Damien, yeah, it looks like Koski had a cramp. He did finish um, and he was running at the end. So I think he had a cramp, just had to stretch it out um, and kind of get back at it. But man, seeing him go down on the track, I was like, no, no need, yeah. no ankle, please. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So Texas heavy, we've already been diving into it. It was a heavy ruck mile, a hundred pounds for the men, 80 pounds for the women. Um, and then it was a lighter ruck of 30, 20, 20, was it 30, 20? Your pack was 45, 30. So men with a 45, women with a 30. And then when they, and then when they went to just the 800 meter, they took. Oh, you're asking. So yeah. So their ruck pack that they were wearing was 45, 30. So they had it, were holding a 55 pound bag men and a 50 pound bag women. Um, so then they do that lighter, lighter ruck. I'm not sure it's lighter. Um, and then uh, they ran a mile free and easy. Empty. At the end. Mm -hmm. um, on the, the women went first. Yeah, poor Shelby Neal. Dang. Uh, she yeah. took dead last in that. Um, yeah. But at least she was running confidently at the end. Um, I think she just was not used to running with weight. Um, and hopefully that she's good for the rest of the weekend. It didn't look like she was injured or anything like that. Um, but though on the women's side, we, we talked about it. We talked about Emily. Um, but it really was a pack of four-ish, which was Laura, Emily, Tia, and Gabby. It turned yep. into a pack of two, which was Gabby and Tia. And then mm -hmm. Tia turned into a pack of one. Mm -hmm. And she dominated the event. I do think Kyra took last, didn't she? No, Kyra took 19th. Oh, Kyra's ahead of? Okay. She was. I, they must have just showed her, because that was confusing to me too, the way they like put the camera back on them coming in the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, Kyra pulled the bag first, and then Shelby okay. came in. And, and when Shelby crossed the line, the horn sounded. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But, and yet, and you're right, Kenneth, Gabby was catching up to Tia. If it would have been a mile and a half at the end, you're saying Tia would have turned it on more? Yes. She did what she had to. Yeah. Um, I was, the whole time during this event, I was like, this Rogue is the perfect event for Peace Corps. That's where you want to see people really, like, show what they're made of. and. And push that envelope. You don't want people to coast. You want to see what people can max out at. I think it's perfect if it was if it was a season event. But this is a showcase, and mm -hmm. you don't want to push people to their limits for everything. 
in an off-season event, do we? Uh, I don't know. If it's a showcase event, let's showcase let's showcase some performances. Okay. Yeah, but that's where that's the thing. Could that's what we'd like to know. Did Tia have more in the tank? Could she have spread that out? Would she have wanted to get max out points there? I don't know. What's better for ratings tomorrow for everybody to come in tomorrow and say, is she back? Is she not back? Everybody's right. still wondering until we get a couple more events under the belt. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I think your, she's back. Your, I don't. <laughs> your coach texted me. Oh yeah. He's like, I don't even have words. I, that's exactly what I expected. Quite honestly. I picked her to win. I didn't pick her to win that event, um, but I did pick her to win the whole thing. And I, I just, I don't see anyone. Like, she's not going to come back if she's not confident. That's just the type of person she is. Uh, Jody Lynn says, "Don't say peace score." Yeah. Uh, Kenneth says, "So, armchair quarterback question: Did it seem like the women were more spread out, finish wise, than men? If so, why?" So my, my P-brained, not P-score, but P-brained version of what happened here is you had a handful of women whose running capacity could handle the extra weight. That are, because you look back in years past in the running events at the games, it's, it usually gets spread out pretty big. Mm-hmm. You have a handful of women whose running capacity is far superior to the rest. Yeah. Yeah. And with this, Laura and Gabby are so strong that the rucksacks didn't didn't hinder them as much as others. And then you had Tia and Emily, whose running capacity just straight up is better than everybody else. And then Bethany took fifth. Yeah. Another person with like high-end running capacity. Yeah. So I think if you looked at it from like an, an analyst point of view, I know I'm, I'm not one of the big talking heads anymore, but if you look at it from an analyst point of view, you would see that um, you would, that would be the predicted outcome. I would say those five in the field have the best running capacity and especially under load. Yeah. Where did Ariel finish? <clears throat> Where did Ariel finish? I have no yeah. idea. Because she it's did pretty, one. pretty good at the 5K at the games, correct? She was fur- way further up than I expected. Like I was, yeah, like I was super surprised with that. So I actually thought she'd be a little bit higher in, in this. I, I would guess she was like seventh or eighth. I don't know. I mean, yeah, she's one of the people that lost coverage. Yeah, I- but a top 10 finish is not bad, I think, at this point. Um, yeah. I saw her I saw her on the way back in with the with the 80 pounds, and she wasn't that far behind Lauren Fisher at that moment. Okay. But I don't but then I lost her, and I don't know in the next yeah. mile and a half what, what happened. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we did a somewhat similar workout to this at um, the Masters Fitness last year. Um, and we had like a 50, 
50 or 650 pound ruck on it was basically what they were carrying and it was gross um but i would totally agree it was all the running runner high running capacity that won that event um like jen crushed it um i won my heat like it was a runner's event even and i was very worried about that that's a lot of weight for me to put on my back um but in the end it's just the aerobic capacity i felt like yeah it was the same type of thing we ran with the with the load then took it off then ran like another mile um it ended up being short there i i kind of feel like this was a tad short I don't, I don't want to get into wheels and all of that again. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> was, I'm going to guess it was like 0.92 miles. The men's side was so fun to watch. Yes, because it Ro was. Ro Roman went out hot. Um, Yella and Jeff reeled him in with like yep. a, like a gut check run to catch up. Yeah. But by the end of that first mile, it was clustered into like 10 guys yeah Travis and hopper and all of those people kind of moved up into there and then it stayed pretty tight and there were there were like who was it um uh Laz lazar and mm -hmm. um uh, jay crouch were within a millisecond of each other mm -hmm. there were a lot of sprints yeah. to the end timing yeah tipped. that and that's kind of feel like what that bag was meant to do like do you want to pick this up and pull it? And it was only exciting for the men. Yeah, you're right. Because the women got so spread out. Mm -hmm. There was no battles for any positions at all that I saw. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, Danielle and Lauren were somewhat close, but I think Danielle had her. I don't, more, yes, oh, Lazar and Morad. Yep. Morad. That's a tough thing about the event, just finishing and trying to remember it all as you hit the air. Um. So, uh, and yeah, Lazar almost pulled a, a games bike incident and dove right into the tire of Will Morad. So on, on the men's side, it finished Adler, Yella, Roman. And then that's when it gets a little dicey for me. Yeah, correct. I don't know. Um, and then on the women's side, we already said it was Tia, Gabby, Gabby. Emily, Laura. Um, Laura, and then Bethany. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Fun. So I we'll have it. to so watch our, our uh, Instagram. Um, Holly is already hard at work. She already has the women's top 10 up with times. And, and then we'll have the men's out, I'm sure, within 10 minutes from now um, with everything on it. So that will be, she'll be doing that all weekend long because she's a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. Keep crushing it, Holly. You rock. So we never really got to preview this event. We're already one in. So I want to ask you, um, who do you have top five? Let's, let's start with the men. Who do you have top five going into this weekend? I have Vellner, Adler, Ricky, Roman, Dalen. And I had questioning my Dalen pick. You have Vellner first? Yeah, because I just really want to root for him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
You and John Young. I just love him. I mean, I do like Jeff, and I have him second. I just would like to see Valner get a win. So if I'm going to cheer with my heart every event, I want to have him up there. Okay. Well, you'll be shocked who my number one is. Adler. (laughs) Adler won. Here's here's the shocker. Chandler Smith, too. Okay. I think that's a good pick. Actually, Chandler came in fifth. Yeah, I have Chandler seventh, so I have him up there. Uh, Chandler second, Dallin third, Vellner fourth, Ricky fifth. Okay. Yeah, I kind of, for me, like, I kind of went with, like, like, I thought Ricky and Travis, I have Travis in my top ten, I thought Ricky, Travis would, since they didn't go to the games, would be super focused on this. And same with Tia. I mean, that's why I have her winning. Um, So, but we'll see if that plays out true or not. Um, I don't have Travis in my top 10. No? No. And Travis is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I finished out with Brent Hopper. Because I think Hopper's got something to prove. Uh, Krennikov in eighth. Because I don't think that foot's fully healed. And when you have to do 42-inch box jumps, that's going to be rough. And then I had Koski ninth and Jukic tenth. Okay. Yeah, I have Yella, Chandler, B, uh, Travis, Brent, BKG. Wow, we're all over the map. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I have Fikowski sixth. Yeah. We're, we're pretty close there. Yeah, Kenneth says, what about Fikowski? Is he on the down slope of his career? Fikowski actually came in fourth. Now it's coming back to me. So it was Roman oh. Fikowski Chandler. Yes. He, he'll probably have a great weekend. That's the thing, like, <clears throat> I mean, I think Hopper will actually have a good weekend, too, and I don't have him in the top ten. But I just think Rogue is better suited for him. And I think a 20-person field is better suited for him. I agree. All right. So what about the women? I have Tia, Laura, Emma, Lawson, Alex, Gabby. (laughs) So this is where I'm going to get hammered. Um, I have Laura, Alex, Okay. Emma, Ariel, okay. Tia. Yeah, you're I gonna. I think have done well there. <laughs> yeah, that. I don't think that's gonna ring true at the end. I mean, I actually, I actually feel like I'll be curious to see how Alex and I have Ariel in six. I'm actually really curious to see how they do here at Rogue. Um, I just don't think it's it's the event for them. But <clears throat> some of the some of the events may sway their way a little bit more. I would normally say the same thing, but I wanted to give Ariel her due in being, as you would put it, grindy at the games. Yeah. Um, and I think in a lot of these workouts, it's going to come down to. Who's willing to get grindy? Well, 
I'm very curious where she finishes in this run because that already sets me up for both her and Alex sets me up for like questioning. I don't know. Like, I mean, if she was not even in the top seven in this run, we're probably should have been a better one for her. I don't know. That has me nervous. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And if other than the games, like she's never finished high in a run. Yeah. True. <clears throat> I just so. thought maybe she had been working on it all year and that that displayed. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll see. But that weight, that weight is heavy. So I know, I know Ariel got sick right before this event. Oh. And that, that stinks for her. That does stink. <clears throat> and it's, it was like that head congestion stuff. Yeah. Where you feel like you're underwater when you're running, probably. Yeah. Oh, that super stinks. So, well, we needed that insider information. Well, you still picked her high, so. Yeah. Well, because, you know, when you're working out, sometimes that comes up and then you're clear and, and it's after the workout that you feel like crap. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't know what, what it was, but. I, maybe this run kicked it all out of her. Maybe she'll come back tomorrow swinging. Yeah. So, um, Rogue Swag, everybody's showing their swag. I wanted to get your opinion. Was this year's swag better or worse than years past? So, I have no idea what it is. I heard about Crocs, and that's the only thing I know that they got. So, they got a big Yeti bag. Okay. They got a Yeti drink cooler that is a monster. Okay. But the cool thing is it has like a screw off cap with a magnet that sticks to the lid till you're done and then put it back on. Cool. <laughs> I, I would lose that by week two, yeah. even if it is magnetized. Um, they got a guitar. Oh, wow. They got another belt buckle. They get that every year. Okay. And then the Crocs with, okay. I think... That's the main stuff. Oh, and they got like a concert t-shirt, but I got that too for um, subscribing to the premium uh, footage. Okay. <laughs> and last year was a baseball jersey and a baseball bat? Is that Correct. Yeah, I'd say this is a little bit better. And the year before was the fitted cowboy hat, the... The boots, they got the cowboy boots. That would have been my favorite year. <clears throat> yeah. See, I would have liked the baseball bat better than the boots. Oh. But I think this yeah. year, the guitar is pretty sweet. Yeah, that is cool. And uh, on Instagram, there's Dan Bailey actually playing it and singing a real song. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Um, Clothing-wise, worse, but made up with all the other stuff. Um, there's a question here about Paige Powers. 
I saw Is that. it weird that Page Powers won Wadapalooza? Was that an anomaly? Was that supposed to lead to higher placings? One, I think she jumped from 20-something at the games to 10th, mm-hmm. which is a massive, massive jump. Mm-hmm. And then look at the competition at Wadapalooza. Yeah, yeah. And show me anybody at the games that finished ahead of her in that lineup. Right. That's your answer. But- but 10th at the games is solid. Yeah. And I don't think running is her strong suit. Like the, the capital was not a good event for her. No. So, well, I, I think there's some other stuff. She'll, she'll come back swinging on. Yeah. And again, she, gosh, you know, she started the sport so young. She's 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's still growing into her body. Mm-hmm. Like, give her a minute. Yeah, she'll be okay. Um, one thing I wanted to share is Rogue released the walkout music for everybody at that they're going to use for for Rogue because it's at a baseball stadium. They come out of the third base dugout onto the field, and um, they play walkout music like they would at a baseball game. So let me find it. So this is not a complete list, but um, a couple here are Laura Horvath picked Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Emma Lawson picked Sunrise by Morgan Wallen. Um, Bailey Martin is 33 Max Verstappen. Don't even know what that okay. is. No. <laughs> uh, Jeff Adler picked Clouds. Uh, Kyra Milligan, slow dance in a parking lot. Um, and then they have another page here with some more. Uh, Dallin Pepper, a Zach Bryan song. I remember everything. Um, Tudor Magda going pop with Miracle with Ellie Goulding and Calvin Harris. Uh, Diona Koski with some Back in Black by ACDC. Oh, Tia man, Vellner's is good. You shook me all night long. Pat Vellner, It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Yeah. Um, Roman Krennikov, Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Chandler Smith, Deeper Than the Holler by Randy Travis. Interesting. <laughs> um... I think this one got changed. Travis Mayer, it's not You and Me by Lifehouse. It's actually a hip-hop song. Oh, okay. Um, Mano Anganese, Take the Power Back by Rage Against the Machine. That fits her. So uh, my question to you and anybody in the chat is what would your walkout music be? Well... Truthfully, it'd probably be some country song, but I would want something little, like, energetic. Um, and a song that I've always enjoyed is the Remember the, Na- Remember the Name, Fort Minor. So that's okay. probably what I would pick. 
So mine would either be like heavy metal or hip hop. But I just, as a joke, I always played my own entrance music to my daughter when I knew she was home. And I would like blared on my phone as I was walking in the front door. And it was House of Pain, Jump Around. Love it. But yeah. But I, but I love, like the ice cube's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kenneth says, real American Rick D Dillinger. I don't know if I know that song. So if anybody else has one, Damien asks, no baby shark. I did not see baby <laughs> shark on the list. I actually down, I pulled up the full list, but it doesn't tell you who submitted mm. it on Spotify oh. if you don't own it. Oh. So I, can't, I I had the full list, but I don't know who to associate it with. Hulk Hogan's theme. Oh, my gosh. That would be pretty sweet. And uh, Holly just put out the men's leaderboard. As I said, it would be out soon. And just to confirm, it was Adler, Hosta, Krenikoff, Fikowski, Chandler Smith, Jason Hopper, sixth, Crouch, seventh, Ricky, eighth, Travis Mayer, ninth, Lazar Jukic, tenth. So Lazar must have taken out uh, Will Morad by a hair. Mm -hmm. Holly would go with Metallica. Damien would go with Wolf Totem. Don't know what that is. You youngsters are now out of my league. I know Metallica. I know Metallica. Yeah. That's just silliness. <laughs> 11 seconds between Brent in fourth and Ricky in eighth. Wow. Yeah, see, that's exciting. That's why... She's this best stats and graphics girl in the business. Agreed. So, um, what else do we have here? So then my, we already talked about the rogue premium. We don't really know what it's like yet. We'll talk about that later in the weekend. Once it's you get up that? and running. I did. Okay. I did. Um, but it did not work. It's not going today. Um, right. We'll we'll see that tomorrow. So the last question I have for you is: On Monday morning, after this is all over, what is the headline that would surprise everybody, and you think is possible this weekend? Oh, that would surprise everybody. So I'll give you mine while you're thinking, because I didn't I didn't give you a lot of time to prep. Mine is Chandler Smith wins Rogue. Okay. That's a good one. Um, I guess mine would be Belner wins Rogue. <laughs> I mean, I think T is going to win, and I don't think it would really surprise people. Yeah, like I picked Adler to win. Like I truly believe Adler will win, but it would not surprise. Like I just think this lines up as a Ch Chandler weekend. 
The dude is so naturally strong. Rogue very rarely does that with a barbell. They do it with odd objects. It makes mm -hmm. it much easier for him to do. The one rep max deadlift is in his, it, it's up his alley. I just, <clears throat> I think that Chandler's going to shock, has a chance to shock the world. Yeah. yeah. Ken, we're coming up with a headline on Monday that would surprise people out of Rogue. But we think it's possible. Yeah. So, before we move on too far, I have my magic Tyson Bajant hat. And it has in nice. it all the names of the people who got correctly our question from last week. How many times has Jamie podiumed out of her four opportunities in the last year plus? So, and with this, you will win. You will win a mystery pack of mint trading wad zombie cards, and I will mail them to you. So, I'm in the I'm in the the bowl, and I have drew it drawn a name, and that name is. Probably someone who's not on this because he's busy. <laughs> rogue, judge, rogue judge, Andrew Sten. Oh, good. Andrew nice Sten. Nice work, Andrew. So he put in the work this weekend. He probably deserves a little pack of cards. So I will get with him after probably after he gets back from Rogue and I'll get his address and get that out to him. Sweet. And there are more people going, still going with this. Damien is stuck on the songs. So Andrew Sten will win that. Just a couple of things we need to talk about. Um, is Annie, Annie Thor's daughter announced this week that she is pregnant with baby number Dos. And mm -hmm. that is why she withdrew. And if you saw Katie on Savon earlier this week, they wanted to let Annie make that announcement. And that's why we had Shelby Neal announced as she was participating and nobody announced as withdrawing because they wanted to give Annie the time to go ahead <clears throat> and get that announcement out herself. So congratulations to Annie and Frederick. Why, I'm kind of curious why she even accepted. Did she know? I'm sure she knew. Well, she's due in February. May 2nd. May 2nd. You're right. Sorry. Well, I, I sped up the timeline real quick. I mean, she's probably... I don't know what that is, 10, 12 weeks. Like, by my estimation, she probably got pregnant, like, the week after games. Holy shit. People don't need to know. And most of them probably forgot. 
So Jody, I, I totally understand that, but why did she accept yeah. the place? I mean, she could have just not accepted and people, I mean, like Katrin didn't accept and we're all making, you know, Claims. so like, whatever, she could have just not accepted. Maybe we could have thought she didn't want to travel again. I don't know. And she could have made the announcement when she wa- now when she wanted to. I just, I don't know, like, why take the spot when somebody could have been prepping for this? I don't know. <clears throat> so it was Kenneth that outed me because he asked about Chandler. So and then my my surprise headline doesn't look as dramatic now. I think that would be a very big surprise headline. Okay. So anyway, so uh, uh, she said, "Sorry, I'm trying to do bedtime and missing things." You're you're fine, Holly. Just just giving Kenneth crap. Okay, so one other thing that came out this week, kind of on the fun side, is that someone got a signature shoe. And that is Guy Mahieros. Interesting. When you order a shoe, you get, when you order his shoe, you get um, a variety of cheeses. Oh, I love that. I think I think that's what they said. Um, but yeah, so Tier came out with um, Agui Mahiro's signature shoe. Um, if I, that's the little video promoting it, um, and they're pretty fancy there. The sole of the shoe has his signature. Wow. So, I mean, yeah. it's probably a really smart business strategy on their part. That dude's got an incredible following overseas. He does. Like, yeah, I can see, I can see some people really wanting to have his shoe. Well, and I was doing some back of the napkin math, and from a business perspective, you want to get into the Latin market. Yeah. Like that is a, a huge market to get into with any product. And he is so huge in that mm-hmm. market. It's, it's, it's just smart, smart yep. business um, from tier. Yep. <clears throat> so, um, So Kenneth is, I'm trying to read this. Tier has so many variations of the same show. I think he meant shoe. shoe. Um, if you already bought that initial pair, how likely are you to keep buying the same shoe? Um, well, I think this has some different color wave to it. And it has a, yeah. like a wing pattern on the back of it that the other shoes don't have. Um, and if if you only knew how many Reeboks were in my closet, 
along with the three Metcons. And um, I have one pair of the strike movement and, and I know Jamie's worse than I am because every time I see her, she has a new pair of shoes. Yeah. I, I would absolutely buy them if I was a tier shoe wearer. Yeah. I'm, They're a pretty I'm not, sweet shoe. I'm not a fan of the, the way, the, the design of their shoe. Like no, if I was going to pick for looks, tier would be probably the last on my list. Oh, I love the way they look. Rad would be number one. Oh, rad would be bottom of the barrel for me. Oh, come on. Those, Those look like 80s, like old, like basketball shoes or something. I have no idea what the heck. Those are the weirdest shoes. I would not wear those. Era Jordans. Air Jordans. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Jordans. Okay. <laughs> that way. Damien, how? Yeah, this this means you're old right here. That means you're 45 or older. <laughs> and if you're not, mentally you are. So. Yeah, I believe the tears are too narrow for me as well, Holly. Which is disappointing because I like them. Yeah. So there you go. We disagree. Shocking. <laughs> Actually, it's funny that we either really disagree or we, mm-hmm. or we really agree. There's no like happy in between. Right. Agreed. <laughs> um, so then let me get back to my notes here. So we have that. And then I don't know if you guys saw this because you know, I think she announced it on her subscription page on Instagram. But Ariel has a unique barbell that was made specifically for her. Mm-hmm. And it's because when she hurt her elbow, it was better for her to do workouts with a neutral grip. Yep. So she had it specially made for her. Rogue has asked to see the barbell. I love that. So they asked her to bring it to Austin. Uh, Cause she was driving in so that they could take a look at it. And the speculation is that they're probably going to start mass producing it. I would think so. I, I'm actually shocked. There isn't, <clears throat> they just aren't out in production. It makes perfect sense. I know when I started CrossFit, that was a constant issue for me was like the golfer tennis elbow. I constantly just from, you know, trying to do cleans and pull-ups and everything too quickly. Like, um, so yeah, I can totally see that neutral grip being super helpful. Yeah. I'm excited for her. It'd be cool if they called it like the aerial. That would be so cool. Um, so, and you know, people will jump on that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, it's just, it'll just be a neat training implement regardless, or even if somebody tries to use it for a competition of some sort, I think, I think it'd be sweet. I mean, people like people program the axle bar, different, different types of things. So yeah, I think it's cool. 
So what I found, what I find interesting is that nobody has jumped on this before because when I first started CrossFit, um, our gym owner had a pull-up bar made for him and the guy made it into monkey bars. Like, and very narrow monkey bars. But when you jumped up, if you had like an elbow injury, you could do a neutral grip and do pull-ups just inside. And a lot of people did that. Um, and so that's why I'm surprised you don't see, because Rogue makes the attachment for the pull-up bar. Mm-hmm. You can do neutral grip pull-ups. Mm-hmm. So I'm shocked that they haven't come up with something for the barbell. Yeah. 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 Well, now that we've got out of the fun stuff, now we get to hit, and I'm still not, I'm still confused about it all. So it was yesterday, I think, that that CrossFit HQ hired a new employee and they, and that person is the vice president of global affiliates and operations. The person's name is Jay DeCoons. Hiller has already made a video about him. Okay. <clears throat> um, there is Where's a lot from? of, so he was a C something. O CFO COO of, um, the bar method. Okay. He was also with, he did some stuff with like yoga, like a, okay. like a yoga type thing. He is from Harvard. He has an MBA. Now, what is ironic is that Greg Glassman was on Savon yesterday and said when they would hire, they would look, they made you write. And when people would affiliate, they made them write a letter and anything they bragged about from their business um, like MBA or blah, blah, blah. It, it counted for nothing in their book. If they, I'm sorry, if it was business, it was a negative. If they, they bragged about their athletic feats, medals they won, that was a neutral. And if it was um, about helping others, that was a positive. So then... He makes that statement, and yesterday, right after that, they hire a Harvard MBA to come in and help with global global affiliates. Well, of course, Hiller uncovers him at a conference talking about how unsafe CrossFit is. Oh, boy. Even when guided by a trained, um, a skilled trainer. And now that's who we have coming in to CrossFit and... I know Morning Chalka posted the news and the comments are awful about him. And now you've got the Hiller video. It's just crazy. Like, how does CrossFit keep stepping on their own tail? Like, every time I have optimism, they do something like this. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah, you have far more optimism than I do. Um, so I usually am not like shocked by things. I don't know. They just, they, they've gone 
there what what was it was it Suzo that was talking about they need to like come up with their manifesto like what is it and figure out and and they clearly don't have that defined well i've said for years the biggest problem they have is they don't define anything yes they tell me what the open is for don't tell me it's a community event tell yeah. me what what you're trying to achieve with it they they won't define anything and that's that's where it gets and and again this guy could be great right but if but if you've done like a background check and you know if hiller can pull that up in a couple minutes you know yeah. that that's out there right and you know you're going to hire him get out in front of it say hey you know, I would do something like, you know, in the Bible, Saul was killing Christians, but he became the most devout Christian. You know, something like that. This guy was a CrossFit hater, started doing it, and then became our biggest champion. And we're bringing him on to move into, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And if that's true, like if he's changed his mind, could be a great person to have on board. Like what was it that made you change your mind and how do we get that message out? Um, but right. we don't know that. No, we don't know that because they have been clear. Right. But if, if that hasn't happened, why the hell are you hiring them? Right. Right. So, yes. So either it hasn't happened and it's a bad decision or it has happened and you made a bad call by not getting in front of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's my, my point with this whole thing is he could be the right choice, but don't let him go on YouTube himself and introduce himself, go out in front of him and say, Hey, we're bringing this guy on because of X, Y, and Z. Right. So. And then we just had Austin on last Friday. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it looks like, like he's reporting to Austin. So at the end of the day, he's. So if he's vice president. And Austin is maybe I'm wrong. I don't. That's the other thing. I have no idea what the TO looks like at CrossFit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, I, don't know. I mean, that's what Damien said. What about Austin? Is this guy his boss? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if which direction it is. Because Austin is over what this guy's title is. When I interviewed him on Friday. He is the director or the over global, whatever that's called. Well, let me look again. Global affiliates and operations. I went okay. back and watched the beginning of the interview again for Austin to tell me he is over that. Okay. So then, okay. So unless they hired this guy who they inserted above him, like we don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
<clears throat> it's all a mess. And again, the fact that you let the guy go out and introduce himself on your YouTube channel, he does it. It comes out horribly wrong. And then I don't even know if you know this. Then they unlisted it. They unlisted his introduction. So you can't even get to it unless you know the URL. Instead of doing all that, make a statement. Yeah. They're just hiring business people. It's just, it's just a money. They're just looking for money, return on investment. That's all it is. The guy has been in the fitness industry. There's got to be a reason why he's been hired. Tell me why. Don't don't throw him to the sharks and make no comment. Mm -hmm. You've been around this community. You know what they do to people. Yeah. yeah. So Damien, Castro's old position was Austin's old position was Austin's current position. Yeah. yeah. Kenneth, the community are sharks. They are they love this thing so much that if they don't believe you're part of what they believe in and you're coming in to do something different Yes, the community are sharks. Agreed. <clears throat> so there's that. Good old CrossFit. So then, uh, so before that came out, I'm watching Dave's Week in Review. Mm -hmm. He's answering comments from the YouTube and someone asks about when are we going to know about the dates for the next season, the format of the next season, all of that stuff. Dave said the new season information will be released soon. I mean, like not this month, but November. Mm-hmm. Some things will be the same and some things will change. Why are you answering that comment then? Agreed. <laughs> it's too early to answer something like that and leave us like. I almost think he gets, he gets glee in doing that. Yeah. Like he, fe he knows, he knows he's throwing chum in the water for the sharks mm -hmm. and he enjoys it. Mm -hmm. So do you have, do you have ex any, any thoughts on what it could change or, I mean, or do we just think it's the obvious changes? I um I don't know. I 
I have a, I had an epiphany. So if you look, Don Fall told us in press conferences that they make money at the games. They make money at the open. It's the stuff in the middle that gets hairy. Mm-hmm. I think the number of people who make semifinals is going to get cut. Hmm. I I don't know how much that would actually save them. Like for one, you're going to sell fewer tickets that like you're gonna get feet like so, fewer family members coming and gyms and if you go that route and you're saving what maybe 20 pieces of equipment i mean you're buying a big you're gonna be renting a big facility regardless and make a production of it what does it matter if you have 40 or 60 athletes you might as well have more athletes get more fans in there and get more money from each person that signed up for that because they make those are like 250 300 bucks just per athlete that signs up i was just thinking north america only having one man somewhere in somewhere in the center central how that would be a ton of athletes i don't know how that would work well Got to cut the athletes. I just don't think that's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If that's where you're losing money, that's where you need to look at making cuts. <laughs> yeah. So. Hmm. That's a good question. I will say this. It would break my heart. That is my favorite time of the year. I mean, semis is. That is like there already there were so many people angry with the change when you went from regionals to sanctionals. But then like people are like, okay, well, at least I can make a sanctional. And now, and now you have the semifinals. Like, you can't keep taking away these opportunities for people to. And then, and then it just becomes a, well, here's forty, and then here's twenty. We go to the games, and this is it. And it's just always these same top twenty athletes that we see everywhere because everything's an invite, and so it's just always the same top twenty. What the hell is anyone else trying to do anything for? They're never gonna get seen, sponsored. It, like it's just a haves at that point like they these people get everything they get have body work experts like how is anyone else even supposed to compete with that i agree so but, can I, I, yeah. yeah go ahead so can i do a mini riff yes you can do it right now or like later? right right now oh yeah let's go ahead <laughs> okay so last night I'm listening to barbell spin 
And Tyler and John are talking about how Tyler beat John in the Heat One app for Crash. And John's excuse was, I know about games athletes. I don't know about semifinal athletes because semifinal athletes don't matter. Yeah. I lost my shit in that moment. Where do you think we get the games athletes from? Exactly. Right? That is the developmental area. Guess who was a semifinal athlete before this year? Abby Domit. Guess who was a semifinal athlete before this year? Shelby Neal. Yellow Hosta. Yellow Hosta. Yes. Guess who's going to make the games this year? Semifinal athlete, Austin Hartman. Right? That dude's legit. Yeah. Right? You're ignoring a large part of this sport. Mm -hmm. A large number of the people who pay the entry fees to move forward through, through these competitions and are working their way to become games athletes. It is the proudest thing I am of this media channel that we're, we're the people that go out and talk to every single one of the semifinal athletes that are willing to come on the show mm-hmm. to give them a little bit of exposure because you know what? We interviewed Abby Domit for two years before she ever made the games. Mm-hmm. We interviewed Shelby Neal for two years before she made the games. We interviewed Nick Matthew before he made the games. And now they're games athletes. And they mattered back then. Yeah. <clears throat> when I was at Granite Games, Nick Matthew had a bigger following at Granite Games than any of the other athletes. Mm-hmm. And he had yet to make the games at that point. So to dismissively say they don't matter, whether he said it in jest or not, you have to be careful with those words. Well, yeah. They say, so that was Tyler's whole thing with Peace Corps is, and they specifically said that, like, you don't matter. You're not good enough to get a score. Um, and so, yeah. And yeah. And I get, I mean, I, I get it to a point, like you want to know that you're paying the fittest person, the correct fittest person, the money to win, but it matters to people. Like it matters if you're 12th or 18th, like you have to give people a reason to keep fighting or to actually like legitimately look at what they did and see a point difference and be like, okay, this is my actual weakest thing and what I need to work on. Not, I got zero points in eight events with eight other people. 
what exactly am I actually worse at, worse at, worst at, and do I need to spend the most time working on? Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. To be honest, I find the stories of the semifinal athletes much more compelling than the stories of the elite athletes. Most of these people work full-time jobs. They're supporting themselves. They, they don't have the body work experts. They don't have the sponsors paying their, their way to things. They're putting out all this money to disrespect them with a comment like that. I found to be um, off-putting for me um, as, a, as a person who's a friend of those athletes. Yep, 100%. Um, and I think that's where, that's another point where CrossFit misses the boat is they don't highlight these stories. Right. The, these shows that are on network TV aren't there because it's a better sport than CrossFit. They're there because they do a better job at highlighting the athlete. I say it over and over and over again. American Ninja Warrior is not a better competition than a CrossFit competition. It's yeah, that, you yeah. know, this contestant's wife is fighting MS. So you want him to succeed and earn money to help pay for those medical bills. Or this person donated a kidney. So you root for them. They, they just do a better job at telling the stories. And yeah, the stories yeah. come from everywhere. So I love this. Ken said somebody in the chat had said, what did you say? John is aspiring to be a semifinalist, something he doesn't care about. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. What if he makes it, he's going to want people to care. Yeah. But it also is very indicative beyond the comment. It's indicative of where we are from a media perspective that the media only cares about the front runners. Yeah. It was, it was, it was shown tonight in the women's run when we saw the top two athletes and that was it. Yep. yep. And the only reason you saw number two is because she, you, you could see over the shoulder of number one. Right. I mean, do you remember when Sam Briggs was so far in front in that one run where that's she was the only person you saw for like 20 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where <laughs> yeah. That's why we have to keep going as a media company to cover these stories that nobody I else agree. Will. I agree. So, um, Ken brought up Tyson Bajant. That was the last thing on my agenda. As most people know, I love two things in sports, CrossFit and the Chicago Bears. So I watched every play of Tyson Bajant's debut as a starter for the Chicago Bears. And it is a great story. And CrossFit definitely dropped the ball on that. Mm -hmm. I agree. I am not as head over heels 
as everybody is with Tyson. One, because I can't let my heart go there. Because the Bears have not had a decent quarterback since Jim McMahon in 1985. And he got hurt so much that we only had him for like two years. Right. And before that, it was Sid Luckman in 1938. So I cannot, I cannot let my heart go there because I've been let down too many times. But it was fun watching him and watching the moxie he played with, um, pumping up the crowd, pumping up his teammates. The dude is mature beyond years. And, um, and the way he lifted up teammates that made mistakes for a rookie, regardless of draft position, um, was amazing. And I'm so stoked for the kid to, mm-hmm. to have accomplished what he did um, in such a short amount of time. And he's going to start Sunday night. I know. And so we will see if he throws any balls further down the field this week. Um. But again, the Bears offensive line is not great. So the key for them is to get the ball out fast. And he did a great job of that and did what he was asked to do. Um, But there are things that if as we move forward as the Chicago Bears, I just want to see a little bit more before I commit with my whole heart and soul to him as a starting quarterback. But this thing I will say, he has guaranteed himself millions and millions of dollars because at the very least on Sunday, he showed that he can win in the short term as a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. And with that in the NFL, that means he'll be around for 15 years making millions of dollars. So, yeah, I, it's I, it. The whole story is just so cool to me. I, I eat up every ounce of information that gets thrown out there. I love watching him on stuff on it. Like all of Hiller's stuff he's put out. I, I mean, Travis is just incredible. Every time I watch him, I find myself just sitting there watching and like the huge grin on my face. Like I, this dude just like, I love him. I love them both. I'm so here for the whole storyline. Yeah. Yeah. His dad is such a showman. Yes. I love like it. I had to replay I mean, the whole thing for Aaron. I was like, you got to watch this. This whole thing is just so good. Um, and we both were like, you know, it's, it's just good. When he said, I ha- I can't talk for real about him. I was like, Oh, it's like the sweetest thing. Yeah. Or he'll cry. Which yes. I totally did as a parent. Uh, yes. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I love, I love, I just love the whole story. I do too. There, it's, it's a fun story to, and being a Bears fan, I get to, I get to watch it up close. Yeah. Yeah. You're extra lucky. Um, and I will tell you, like, Chicago media is in love with him. Like, oh, it's yeah. not just one thing. Like, Every podcast about the Bears, and I and I listen to a bunch of them. Me too. Every, They're all on my YouTube, like 
suggested to me now. Like my feed knows that I'm interested in Tyson Bajant and that's what pops up first, even before like any of my CrossFit podcasts, like the first thing when I open YouTube and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to watch more Tyson. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I watch a lot is NBC sports, Chicago. They do a football night in Chicago show every night of the week. And they have talked Tyson Bajant every night this week. Yeah. From some kind of a, a perspective. So Jody Lynn, Super Bowl Shuffle. I actually have it on vinyl in my vinyl collection. Um, one of my proudest possessions. And Damien only knows Chicago sports from 90s SNL. The Bears. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. so Sarah Cooper said this, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, the camera will be the TS show all weekend. We better get used to it. Thank God I bought the premium and hopefully I can highlight a different athlete. Cause yeah, one that of makes the me, is a highlighted athlete. That makes me want to buy the premium. Cause I do not want to see the TS show all week, all weekend. So I can tell you on the premium, some of the options you have, they have a tail tailgate party cam. Okay. So I don't know what that's going to be. They have a drone cam. So you can just watch from the drone. They also okay. have a wide, wide, wide cam. I think it's from the press box. So down looking over the entire field. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see like how well you can see from all yeah. those. Um, and Damien says, a premium, you'll get three different views of tier. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a great question. Well, Ken. Ken, yeah. Ken wants to know what events we got and we want to do that real quick. Sure. What events tomorrow? And, um, the one thing I did, what I, I, sure. I didn't know if. I know we haven't talked yeah. about this and I told you I haven't followed a whole lot of the podcast this week. Um, so I didn't know if anyone had talked about the fact that every single one of these workouts has a 40 minute cap. Um, and is that, do we think that's an intention of to make everyone finish? And does that mean if you don't finish is, is there a, like, is there a minimum work requirement? I guess is my question. Like, are they making sure everyone actually finishes every piece of work in every event? And that's why the time cap's 40 minutes? I don't know. That's actually something I didn't notice. Oh, you didn't notice that? I thought, I assumed somebody had brought it up, but I haven't watched, so. Yeah, they're all 40 minutes is when, when I went to Rogue's website. Where are you on Instagram? Yeah. It just is the yeah, best print of them. Okay. I think I think on Rogue's website it shows shows that, but I don't know. Maybe I'm over speculating. Or maybe somebody else has watched some coverage that can chime in on that. Um, so okay, event two, seat at the bar or back to the log muscle up from last year and heavy back squat. So kind of like a combination of the Two from last year. Yep. And they actually got it right and scaled the women's reps on the long muscle up. That's good. 
So yeah, 2015-10 for the men, 15-10-5 for the women of log muscle-ups, and then five back squats between each one after each. 375-260. I believe that's a lighter squat than last year. Yes. So, um, so thoughts? Well, I think this is a little bit more appropriate of a workout. Um, God, it's still so heavy. I, I would be standing there looking at the bar, but I, all of these women will be able to do it. I know it was Danielle that was struggling with the squats last year. I assume she'll be fine this year. I would, I think Bethany's squats are fine. So I don't think she'll, I know sometimes we worry about her back. Um, I think Alex has a pretty good squat. Do you know? I'm sure she does. Yeah, I would. I mean, I think she'll she'll do pretty good at this event. Um, it's that it's that wider log, and the smaller women, smaller hands are are going to have a little bit more challenging time. I think Emma's um, going to crush this one again. She was, she was at the front of the log muscle up last year. And I think, I think it's going to come down mostly to that. I don't think the squat speed is going to be like anything too crazy. I think it's mostly going to be the log muscle up. So I, I'm going to pick Emma Lawson. So I felt that it needed to be someone who did them last year. I think that's a distinct advantage. Mm -hmm. And I actually picked Ariel. Okay. So, and it's probably recency bias because I do subscribe to her Instagram premium and it shows her workouts every day. She squats a ton. Yeah. I don't remember how she was on that log last year though. I know it fits gymnastics. It's usually pretty good, but I don't. I don't know. I just went with yeah. the experience on the log, and um, and I know she squats a ton. Okay, Laurel will probably not, crush not, it too. You're probably right. And I'm always looking quite, for like the, the hidden gem instead of just going down the fairway. I, Agreed. Me too. Um, which I guess Emma's kind of going down the fairway. And Tia will probably, you know, win it. <laughs> and and Alex Gazan kind of says on her trading card, uh, max squat of 320. Yeah, she'll be all right. Um, so who do you have for the men? Valner. <laughs> so he I have quite well well at the log last year. So I have uh Kenneth's boy Ricky Mack. But he didn't get to do it last year, did he? Was he there? He right, yeah, he wasn't yes. there. So Yes he was. Was he? Yeah. What did he get in that work in that workout last year? I don't know. Should have had that pulled up. Rogue doesn't have the uh 
last year's leaderboard. We have last year's leaderboards. I was looking for it earlier, and I noticed that, which is a little bit frustrating. It's got to be somewhere. Yeah, I'm okay. second guessing. That may change before on my Heat One app before tomorrow's event. Yeah. So. All right, number three. What do we got? We've got um, of the circus, three rounds, 40 or 32 cal ski erg, five single arm strongman dumbbell shoulder to overhead each side, 170, and then killer cage down and back. Hmm. I think this is going to come down to the ski erg. So one of your, one of your, more power output men. Um, I'm really curious how Dalen will do on this. You know who does a lot of monkey bars? No, I don't know. Service Chandler. <laughs> yeah. I have Chandler. Yeah, I'm gonna say Dalen. The only thing that that, well, it is a Roman type event, but that's why I'm gonna go the, with Dalen because it's the killer cage. I just don't know. Right. Roman. That's a yeah. that's a lot of beef to be hanging from that long of a of a monkey bars. Yep. But. You're right. Like he'll kill the ski erg. Yep. He'll probably kill the shoulder to overhead. Could be good for Hopper. I was just thinking that too. Literally just popped into my head. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, it's just a grunty, grunty thing for that Chandler's good at. Yeah. All so. right. Women. Um. All right. Who you got for women? I have Alex Kazan. Okay. Upper, upper body pulling is her strength. She'll kill the ski erg. I don't think she'll flinch at that 70-pound dumbbell. Huh. I don't know who I even want to pick for this I think Paige could do well okay yep that's yep. my pick I mean I don't yeah. want to pick Tia or, Tia or Laura so I'm going to just pick someone else yeah this is a freaking Laura Right. Again, I always look for the dark horse and not down the fairway. Like this is a freaking Laura event. It is. Rock climber. She'll kill the monkey bars. The the she'll kill the ski. Um, yeah, the, all of it. Yeah. Laura's, Laura will win this event. Yeah. Well, or Tia. <laughs> I think Laura's stronger at this. Uh, this one could be a very good race, but we'll I see. I think Tia has more technique on a barbell, 
But when you're talking like grunt brute strength, yeah, with a strong man dumbbell, I it's Laura in the bag. Those single arm strong man dumbbell to shoulder to overhead, Laura will kill. Uh huh. I agree. And she'll keep up with Tia on the rest. We got so, three tomorrow. Do they is event four tomorrow also, or is that that's Saturday, not, right? Four. Okay, not, all right. So just those two. And cool. I have a wild pick for that one too. So I'm going to keep okay. that in my back pocket till tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah, I've got to change that Ricky Garrard one though. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I got to figure that one out. All right. So I'll look into that 40 minutes. See if, see if I read that wrong. I'm curious. Yeah. I purposely, I dressed for the occasion. Kenneth. Well, this is a rogue shirt. <clears throat> so, uh, keep your heart. I'm sure there's going to be one he's going to be good at later. Yeah. Yeah. I did these last night because with the shot caller, I'm always like late. Me, me or too. Right up the deadline. So I'm like, I'm just going to get some names in there so that I don't forfeit points. Mm -hmm. Good idea. And so, um, yeah. So I'm probably going to change that one out. I will try to do that tonight because I just got. Texas heavy in like 30 minutes before the event started. So, um, yeah, I'm not doing so hot. I need to I'll throw some in there tonight just in case. And you took seventh, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I picked Emily and Travis. Third and seventh. Yeah. And I have first and third. Good work. Go. I should have went with yellow. So, Travis letting me down. Heat one app tried to make it so you could customize leagues. Yeah. And it just made it even more complicated. So many, and I think so many people, if you look, there are so many one person leagues. Uh oh. Like I look like Carolyn Prevo has a one person league. Oh no. I almost jumped into it just to compete against her. Yeah, Kenneth and I both don't have the capability of Elise always does our, our league for us. And we were like, oh yeah, you won't have to do well, it. And neither Ken and I can join the league. I think it's an Android thing right now. So we so we can't even get into the leagues. I can't even see those. What you can see. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, mine's a little bit frustrating. Like, I didn't want to join the league. I just wanted to be in the overall, and it wouldn't yeah. let me. So there, there is a league called, like, unaffiliated. And so you have to yeah. get into that to, like, not be, like, it's a mess. That is a mess. Yeah. Yeah, they Hopefully need to put the updates like out sooner. Dubai or Wadapalooza, because it's, it's rough. Yeah. Yep. Because it's so much fun when it works right. Agreed. Yep. 
All right. Well, I think that's all we have. With that, it's been fun, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow night. Hopefully, Carolyn will be able to join us. Um, she's going to try to join us all weekend. Um, but she had to do a meet and greet tonight at this time, which is why she couldn't jump in. Um, but we will probably see her tomorrow. With that, we will catch you all next time on Thursday Night CrossFit Talk on a Friday night. Bye, guys. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best-tasting, and highest-quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number 4 energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.